everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Peace Spot. I'm the main host, Pearl. <laughs> and apparently I'm the side host, secondary host, better known as Paris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope y'all are doing well today. So Paris. No, you don't. You don't care what? how they do it. <laughs> I do. Okay. You're so mean. I'm sorry, Paris, the secondary mean friend. Okay. You came in second place in that uh, that quiz. I just want to throw that out there. So anyway, um, so I got a question. This is really important. I might have an answer. No, you got to have an answer. Okay. okay, so I guess my question is, if you were on a date, all right, you're sitting across the table, everything's going great, the food comes, okay, and the man takes out his teeth. What are you doing? He 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 takes out his teeth, like the whole row yes. of like the whole like, top, like dentures. Like dentures. So like the food comes, he knows he has false teeth in. Okay. And he's like, excuse me, like I need to remove my teeth so I can eat my mashed potatoes. Is this a like, first date? This is a first date, yes. Yes, ma'am. And this Do has I not been discussed prior to. Okay. <laughs> I was this was not so you you are literally like, What's your favorite color? And he's like, Oop, one second. And he removes his teeth. <laughs> This is an ignorant ass question. <laughs> to be honest, this is a really ignorant ass question. Um, you know what? I'm not even gonna stunt you. If I was sitting, if I was on a first date and I was sitting across from a guy and he just took his teeth out and like he didn't like make this known before then, I think I would be stunned. I would be like, I, <laughs> I would. I think I would just be so stunned. And I would probably have to have like the straightest of face to not just be like, what, what just happened? But is it appropriate to ask, like, what is that? Or do you just stay silent? No, I'm not, no. <laughs> no, I got <laughs> questions. I got questions. I, I would probably like, oh, so you just gonna take them right on out. Like, huh? Like, I... <laughs> I don't know. I would, I would have questions. I would be like, first of all, how long have you had dentures? And then that would hopefully evolve into another question as to like why you have dentures. Then I would probably have to like, I mean, I'm not going to get up and leave because he ain't got no teeth. I mean, at least he has dentures. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Why are you at me on the spot? Damn. Like <laughs> everybody listening to this is probably like, Pierce is such a shallow bitch. Like, no, <laughs> I'm not. So the reason that I'm asking these questions is because there are certain sites out there that will talk about like your first like dating mishaps. And then I think it begs in a really important question of what do you tell somebody before you go on a first date? And what don't you tell them? And how long does it take you to get to a first date? And would this have come up traditionally? Girl, that's a whole episode. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a 
the whole episode in itself. No, I'm gonna need to know what you would do if he took his damn teeth out. Like, because I almost feel like I'm not so okay. I'm not mad at the fact that he has dentures because I know things happen to people and people have false teeth. Okay. Like, but I think I would just be shocked because he didn't tell me in advance that he had false teeth. And if I'm, this is my first impression and I'm sitting across from my date and he takes said teeth out. Now I'm looking at him with just his, his gums as he eats his mashed potatoes. And I'm not necessarily knowing if that's a turn on to me. (laughs) I would be like, oh. (laughs) I like, so I'm gonna have questions. That's like me coming to, that's like me going on the first day and I don't know, taking my wig off because my braids underneath itched and not saying, I don't know, is that the same? I don't know. I don't think that's the same because I feel like you'd put that right back on and we'd be good. He can put his teeth back in. Okay. So wigs and call this episode wigs and dentures. (laughs) You didn't answer the question. You got me over here rambling. (laughs) What? How you gonna ask me a question? Okay. A question that has nothing to do with the episode that we're going to continue to talk about, by the way, but refuse to answer the question. I I don't know what I would do. In all honesty, I think that I would be really blunt and be like, <laughs> oh, like, like, did you like have an injury? Like where your teeth got knocked out? Like, I, I'm so sorry. Like, I feel like I must have missed this. Like, I would almost make him feel stupid. Like, I must have missed this. Like when we were texting. Yeah, because I mean, I understand people have false teeth. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it would be the end of the world. But I think maybe if he mentioned it before the day, or before he just took his teeth out if he just said to me like oh I hope this doesn't make you uncomfortable but like I have dentures because I actually used to play hockey (laughs) you know or something I'd probably like oh and are we talking like three teeth because you know some people have dentures where it's like a couple teeth are we talking like a row of like six teeth I'm talking he he took the whole thing out like he now is toothless and he can, he did not order a steak on purpose. Yes, that's what I was, that was how I imagined my question when I asked it. You know, mm-hmm. I would probably finish the date with him, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm not answering the rest of this question. <laughs> Hello, P alert. <laughs> okay, okay. Moving on, moving on. You, know, you don't get to ask nothing else nothing else nothing that was a really good question so let us know in the comments if you enjoyed that question was it a really let good question i will be taking over questions we'll now call this pearls uh question of the day um it'll be great it'll always be random but it'll get the mind rolling okay whatever you see me rolling turning anyway what are we talking today <laughs> what are we talking about because i almost don't want to talk to you no more uh what are we ta- talking about um what's so the, actually ta- i felt like that was question while you said it i do feel like that was a good transition because um i really just want to talk about like you know the friend that would always need to be the center of the tension who may be shallow and not accept a man with false teeth so, wait a minute that's what we're 
<laughs> Wait a minute. Just okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So so the topic is supposed to be we were talking about that one friend who needs to be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dang. Okay. So I think we all have had a friend or known somebody who was a friend of a friend or an acquaintance who I don't know gives off pick me pick me energy would you say mm-hmm. pick me vibes yeah. okay so have you ever been the pick me friend I I would like to say that I don't feel like I'm the pick me friend okay however I do feel that in some of my friend groups I am like the the one who has to lead it and Ooh, I what? am the one like the friendship, like there's always the friend that everyone kind of want to follow. Like if I'm not going, all of a sudden the plans are dead. If you're not going, all of I'm a sudden not- they're dead. Yes, like you are the lead friend. Like you have the, the energy, you bring the energy to the friend group. So like without you, it's just a group of bitches. But when it's you, like it's a party, it's a move so, and it's a vibe. But does that make you an attention whore? And see, that's why I, I don't feel like it, but I can see where someone could make that argument that I would require attention to be in the friend group. But then there are other times where I do not feel that I am the attention whore because I fall back in the friend group and okay, I serve so, my role as the friend. So when I'm thinking of an attention whore in the group, when I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about a friend group, you know, when you, everyone sometimes has that one friend who, okay, for example, we at the bar, we kicking it, it's cool, we're chilling, and, you know, say, for example, like, we all dance and having a good time, but there's always, like, that one friend who takes it up a notch or does the most, like, attention, all eyes have to be on them, like, if they're not the center of the room, if people aren't watching them dance, or, excuse me, I'm just, excuse me um in every episode i'm gonna need you to get that together a like, burping we call compilation i don't know i think it's because i'm talking too fast i know how many episodes now have i literally belched in the episode i am so sorry I, and you know what's funny i feel like when we listen to the episodes back i barely can hear it but i know that i did it so i'm like well that's disgusting let me not just be like burp and then like just talk over it okay but anyway as i was saying you know, we all sometimes have, have been around that girl who has to be the center of attention, like in that situation. So that's what I'm in. And I agree. But then I also think back to examples of like, okay, so like, I'm not even gonna lie. So Paris and I went to a brunch, right? And like, we was having a great time. And at one point in time in the brunch, like I just felt like the vibe was a little off. So I decided all right, I'm gonna go dance on stage with these other bitches who look like they having a whole vibe, right? So like I ditched all my friends and I hopped up on that stage and I was dropping in like it's hot and twerking with a whole bunch of people who didn't know me living my best life because there just wasn't enough happening over in the corner that we was at. But does that make you an attention whore? In that moment, you want- In that moment, maybe. However, I don't traditionally feel like I fall into this category all the time. Okay. Okay. So I feel like I have had experiences where I've been around women who want it to be clear that they are the center of attention. So like I've been around Mm -hmm. girls who are like, 
you know, when I've been at the bar before, like they are dancing, but not just like with the crew, but like doing the most, like pop locking and dropping or like trying to get male attention. Because to be honest, that's when I feel like a lot of this comes into play. I feel like there are women who see guys or they want the male attention. And sometimes they're, they don't, they want to make sure that they get like picked or something like that. So they make it very obvious to be the center of the room. I hope, I hope people yeah. listening get that. Like we all been around that one girl who, you know, say we at the bar and a group of guys come over and they're talking to us or whatever. That one girl will like do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, and a little bit more, she could be like overly, you know, being flirtatious. She could be overtly like cracking jokes or, you know, or if he's like, we're say we at the bar and a guy is clearly speaking to you but I'm like interrupting because I want to make sure that he sees me. And I've, I've seen this happen before. So yeah. um, I went with a group of friends to play's kitchen. If you haven't been there, it's awesome. They do a brunch on Sundays. Um, and like, we all vibing, we having a good time. And like a group of like, y'all, like probably the, some really fine dudes, like, fine fine I don't know if they were there for a birthday party or what but you can always tell who the attention whore is in the group because all of a sudden their spidey senses just go off and they like immediately perk up like as if like the time you were with your girls wasn't enough but like when there's male attention around you can always tell that they will act interested in what's going on in front of them but they always are a little bit more concerned about what's going on behind them okay so that's how you spot the attention whore, okay. in my opinion. Okay. So like we sitting there and like, you know, she just doing the most. So like when a good song comes on, everybody's known to be like, hey, turn up, turn up, hey. But this person <laughs> will all of a sudden like jump up and like want to show off their assets because they know that that's yes. what they got going for them. Yes. So like they'll be the first one to like twerk and make sure that it is in high perfect view of who they're trying to grab the attention of, right? Yes. So like, they're gonna twerk, then they're gonna like be real loud. So like, we're standing right across from each other and they're like, girl, I'm so drunk. (laughs) 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 And we heard you, because we're all here. Right, and we see you. Okay. We heard you. They're always doing the most, right? Now, if you are correct, if said friend comes over, they will hold back nothing. They may have spotted you from across the room. Exactly. And they come in to talk to you. However, this friend has been doing everything for the last hour to get their attention. Mm-hmm. And I honestly feel like they so blinded that they don't even know that they have done all this to seek yeah. the attention of man yes yes I agree you know I think it's something to be said about like just being quiet (laughs) you know like I always I've never really and not and I don't want it to make it seem like we being like judgy in the sense of like some people just have vibrant personalities like some women are just loud and you know very personable and that's their personality like they dance and they turn it up it's you know they are friendly you know so I'm not talking about those girls I think I'm talking about or men let me be clear because there are guys who are like that too there are definitely because I think sometimes we forget that there are definitely men who are like 
I'm buying shots for everybody or like, you know, doing the most and I don't know, like. Point. I think that women flex with their bodies and men flex with their money. Yes, because I have been places where, you know, dudes are flashing, you know, they, they money or, or maybe they have a certain type of credit card or so they want it to be known that they're paying or that they're doing things or, you know, there are certain type of guys who will make it obvious that they drive a certain car and there's nothing wrong with being confident and showing off your thing. But there's another thing when you feel like you're doing it, <laughs> like you're just doing it because you want to be the center of attention. And I feel like this also- feel it. Yeah, you feel it. Like it's like if I pull, if I tell you, like, oh my God, Pearl, I just bought me a new car, you know, and this is my brand new car, and this and the other, and then you're like, oh yeah, um, I was, I, I bought, I bought a new car, I'm buying a new car tomorrow, uh, and then you pull up with a brand new car too. Like I'd be like, okay, because and like I said, I feel like the hating friend don't even know they hating a friend, but they they have this internal need to be the best in the group. And they always want to be chose and they're seeking attention and affirmate like from others and not like feeling themselves. Yeah. So there's different levels to the attention seeking friend. There is. So So like, you um, you just said the hate ass friend. So like, let's talk about the hate ass friend. Who's it? For example. Yeah. You're like, who's the hate ass friend? I'm like, girl, let me get you a list because (laughs) I've had several in my life. Well, I feel, Um, I would definitely, I feel- so I would definitely say that I have noticed the hating ass friend, like, and I honestly have had like hating ass boyfriends and like mm-hmm. all that stuff because, like, yes, I can, guys like think back. To me. Guys be real funny because they they love having. Yeah, I'm not even gonna go because this could also be a whole another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let me back it up, but um. I just feel like if you can't be genuinely happy for me during my accomplishments, then mm-hmm. you are now the hate that friend, especially if you come like, I see a lot at weddings. That's what I want to talk about. I specifically okay. see that the most at weddings. Okay. So um, I noticed like at weddings, like, of course, we're all in this space of like, oh, this was beautiful. Like we're there to celebrate love, yada, yada, yada. I see the hate and that friend like, oh, that's the dress she chose. Oh, at my wedding. Oh, when I get okay. married, I'm going to do this. Taking that like, attention back from the the person who the bride. Okay. We all know we are there to see the groom and the bride. Mm-hmm. And at, at weddings, those are the only two people that matter. Right. That's it. We're there to celebrate their love. Exactly. So I feel like any attention that you try to take back from them, you are a hating ass friend. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was, I, when I was thinking of like the hating ass friend be also being like the attention whore friend, cause I don't think just cause you like to, to be the center of attention, you're always a fucking hater. I don't, I don't think that those two are mutually exclusive all the time, but I do think that like, well, we kind of already touched on it. Like I've seen it mostly happen to me when it pertains to women trying to get the attention or men get the attention of the opposite sex. Cause I have been in scenarios where clear as day, a guy is trying to either talk to myself and a girl, whether she's my friend or acquaintance, um, goes for the kill or, you know, does the most to get those, that person's attention. I've also seen it with dudes to do it. Um, 
but but they be hating in the sense of like maybe if their guy friend usually pulls a lot of girls or does something like that they're very um I don't know I don't know how to describe it like they're very particular or you know um hold people to a certain standard or just very just being a hater I don't know yeah I I, I'm not the hating ass friend so I don't I don't know how people I'm actually the friend that like if if a dude approaches the table so we all in a bar there's five of us which is usually our crew um and a dude approaches the table I'm usually looking for the quiet friend in the back that's who I want I don't want the dude who approached the table because I know you for the streets and that's not a disclaimer for men to not come to the table and try to talk that's just not the person that I'm looking for okay but I'm just saying, like, I generally feel like the, the hating friend will block anything going on if it doesn't involve her. So they may ask the table, oh, like, what do y'all do for fun? I don't know. I, and then they'd be like, what you like to do? I like to do that. And it's like they become someone they're not mm-hmm. to grab all the attention no matter what. Like, they will really come out besides themselves. It's like the person that you knew 10 minutes ago is not the person that is like being shown at that moment. And I think that's like a personality thing. So I I feel like sometimes this runs a lot deeper than they just want some attention. Sometimes I feel like it's a character flaw. Well, I was going to say, because I found this um, site that was actually talking about this too. Like what are some signs of an attention whore? And we'll probably agree or disagree on like some of these signs. But like one of them, they were saying like uh, a sign that you might be an attention seeking attention whore is if like, when you take a group photo if for some reason you always have to be in the front of the picture like if you can't never stand in the back or like have half your face cut off or not get like a full you know (laughs) like a full body shot like you know if you can't stand in the back and have your friend like blocking part of you they say that's a sign you might be an attention whore what you think I'm 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 gonna go check some of my group photos with the person that (laughs) keep coming to mind and I'm gonna check that I feel like I can see that I feel like in group photos that I take like we do it by height like I yeah like if 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 I'm tall what what sense does it make for me to stand in the front but I'm not always gonna go to the back I think the the attention whore that I'm thinking of isn't necessarily concerned about being the center of attention but I do think that they are more concerned that they look the best in the photo and will make you retake the group photo multiple times until they feel they look right and then demand that that be the only one posted. Uh, like, I look a mess in this picture. Like, damn what everybody else look like. Literally. Like, I'm be like, well, we all look like really good. Like, as a unit, like, I don't care about y'all. Like, I looked bad. That's the attention core that I'm thinking of. Okay. Um, let's see. Another one is okay. Like we kind of talked about, like you really feel miserable if you aren't the center of attention of your friends. So, like, I was, I feel like this is a person who, like, if you're sitting at a table and like maybe the group is talking about someone else or a different circumstance and it has nothing to do with you, like you can't handle that no one is like inquiring about your life at the moment or inquiring about everything you're doing. Like today we're focused on Lindsay and it's about Lindsay. And I'm over here like, oh my God, how come no one's asking me what's wrong with me today? Cause it ain't I about mean, you. And like I said, sometimes I don't even know if they know they're doing it, but then 
I could literally be like, hey, y'all, like yesterday I saw a rainbow. And then they'll be the very first person to be like, oh, you saw one? Let me tell you about this rainbow I saw back in 2014. It was the most <laughs> magnificent rainbow. Like, oh my God. And I'm gonna be like, okay. <laughs> because we're talking about the rainbow I just saw. Exactly. Like the, the conversation can never not include them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, I see this. I feel like I've been in situations where that occurs or not even like, cause I know in conversations, sometimes people are like, Oh, well, I have a similar experience. I'm not talking about those situations where we're all contributing to the conversation. I'm talking about like when people, you can literally see that they're like panicking inside because no one cares about what they're doing at the moment. Like those type of situations. Okay. Here's okay. another, here's another, this person might be an attention seeking whore. <laughs> if uh like they make up lies all the time like white lies so like this is the person who always has the urge to feel superior to their friends so like we said like I went on a boat this weekend well I rented a yacht or they're like oh um my boyfriend's so sweet he took me to the movies well he rented out a whole movie theater for me <laughs> like that type of energy like then you might be an attention-seeking whore of a friend um or you just got a friend who's a liar I don't know because there as soon as you said that example I immediately thought of one friend I wouldn't necessarily call her an attention seeker all the time you however you got to do some (laughs) your friends then because I'm over here like I don't know if I've had someone do that specifically but I have had Mm -hmm. but I honestly this is how I feel like they're haters so like one time like um like I had I got a a new purse and I was like oh my gosh like I got it was like I think I got a Michael Kors bag I was like oh I'm so excited I got me a little Michael Kors and she was like Michael Kors like uh, if my man ever bought me a Michael Kors I'd be disappointed like I only like he just bought me a Louis Vuitton and like it still wasn't even all that like and I was like oh like everybody man came by them a louis right and then like like then even when you said like the example about like oh yeah like i went out with my friends this weekend and like you know we were on a boat and she was like i only do yachts like i'm not doing no one motor boat and i'm like (laughs) you're like oh okay because i had fun right i was like but it was a good time like we got hot dogs and like pack hot dogs like he better take me to a steakhouse like I ain't going nowhere and I'm like oh so and make you feel like what you have is not significant in relations to what they have yeah or what they can get or um that's how I feel like the attention like you you clearly couldn't be happy for me and you had to one-up me okay yeah this actually sounds like signs you're a terrible friend but we'll leave it <laughs> attention attention whores um I'm going so out of order of this list but it's okay because I feel like we kind of touched on some of the stuff um let's see okay so they said like so this kind of goes with what you said like you know um they said you might be an attention whore if you require vip treatment all the time so they were saying like you want all the attention when you go to a new place if your friends get more attention than you then you think the place sucks um but if the manager or the chef speaks to you a lot more 
versus everybody else, you fall in love with the place, even if like the food is trash. So as long as you had a good experience, mm -hmm. then it's chef's kiss. But like, if I'm like, oh, Lindsay, this macaroni and cheese tastes good. You probably like, it was all right. <laughs> just because the waiter didn't work with you conversation with the owner who said come back anytime right who said yeah come back anytime ladies and you were like well he didn't specifically tell me that so this place was trash <laughs> 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 like okay okay i can see that I, this has not ever happened where like i feel like I do feel like the attention whore, if they feel like there's not enough male attention in the club, they will immediately say that the whole night was a waste. And I have had that happen because I've gone to the bar and there'd be some low like dick energy or little dick energy in the club. Low dick energy. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about, ladies. Like just low. They're not buying drinks. Like it's just, it's, it's just not serving big dick energy vibes. But you know, like, I've gotten to the point where I go out, I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to be harassed at the bar or the club. Like the attention whore would, right? Okay, so like right. when you go out and like, when it's just like, you trying to have a girl's night. So like, we may have a great time. Like we were like, what yeah. you talking about? Like the yeah. bartender was heavy handed. The DJ was playing good music. Right. Like I had an excellent time, but the attention whore going to be like, that place was trash. There was only like two cute niggas in there and they was not checking for me. Therefore, yes. we're never going back to that club. Okay. So that do you has think, happened. Do you think, well, I was, I could, I, okay. Do you think dudes do it in the same way? Like mm -hmm. if they're in the club and like no girls talk to them. So they're like, oh, this place was a bus. But I don't know. Like, okay. So to be honest, like this is where we would need some male interaction. Like, when men go out in groups with their boys, mm -hmm. like, are y'all generally like, what's, what's the move? Is the move to get bitches numbers? Is the move to get, like, to have a good time and drink and, like, celebrate what y'all celebrating? Like, I feel like women, we go out for multiple reasons. Like, mm -hmm. we can go out as a group to, like, celebrate someone. We can go out as a group just to, like, get out the house. Right. Like, we don't. We not always going out to get a, a husband. We not always right. going out to get a sugar daddy like sometimes we're going out to just have fun literally like I, I know what I'm going out for but like I feel like men there's a little bit of a double standard that if they not like buying drinks or like trying to like even within their own group like dang like nobody no bitches talk to you like would you come out for if you was just gonna hang in the back and like drink alone you know what I mean because yeah I guess that's my question like what's the intention when men go out well, not even going out. I guess I was more so like trying to think of ways in which men are like attention seeking, like that they're because, OK, like, for example, I can think of this. So sometimes it's not always related to like kicking it and like seeking the attention of women. Like some men have a hard time not being like the smartest guy in the room. Mm -hmm. Like there are some men who can't handle not being the most intelligent person in a space. Like you can be having a conversation about something you know, significant of something of substance and like say the person to my right is very educated on this topic and they're talking about it because it's just a conversation. I've seen some men, and maybe it's an ego thing, really struggle because they're not the smartest guy because they're not the most intelligent, especially on a certain subject. Like they literally fall apart. Mm -hmm. You know, so that could I be an example. That's a good way to think about it even at work. Like mm -hmm. if you're not the most like, distinguished on the topic i could definitely see that in a work group mm -hmm. 
But I think that men sometimes are even a little bit more subtle. Like, so like everybody knows like a good after work activity could be like golf. Okay. And like you have limited or a poker night. That's even a better one. Okay. A poker table only has so many spots at the table. So like okay. you have to be real selective. So like some men are like, if I'm not invited or if I'm not the main one hosting like these types of events or people aren't coming, mm-hmm. like, I, they get really upset because they were like this is my like because sometimes I think it's their outlet and I'm not saying that it's not a woman's outlet either right but I see men being a little bit more simplistic about being the intention whore but also not being able to grasp the concept yeah I feel like when I think of an intention whore I think about just someone who can't fathom like not having the light shine on them like any like even like sometimes like you know um people who have to make something about them um when people give speeches I feel like that's another way like you we've been at weddings uh baby showers funerals everything in between and when it's supposed to be about somebody else and someone might make a speech that's nothing about the people they're supposed to be talking about completely about them like I've had relatives do this at events like I've gone to events where like oh, I thought we were here to talk about such and such, but the whole conversation is surrounded about them. And I see that a lot at weddings. And it's weddings, like a whole story about them and it kind of includes like the person that they're like talking about, but never yeah. the couple. Yeah, it's never, it's never, or it never makes its way about like the relationship of the person. Um, I don't know. I would say like people who constantly like update people about their lives in an intrusive way. Unsolicited. So like for me on Facebook. Now me personally, I don't, I feel like there are other apps now that I can update people on what I'm doing. If I want to constantly update people on what I'm doing, that's what Twitter is for. That's what Snapchat or my story is for. But sometimes I feel like there are people on Facebook and maybe I'm just an asshole who literally update their Facebook status every five to 10 minutes or like every other hour they're like I'm gonna eat dinner or like it but it's more like elaborate than that it's a bit much and I'd just be like we don't care um or I Paris doesn't care (laughs) is because I feel like social media is a whole different beast because I feel like people who I wouldn't consider to be attention whores somehow get this new persona on social media that like everybody needs to like them like yeah so I, I, have, I have friends who could be quiet as a mouse in public but on social media they be they be watching like we all know that you can post something and then see who's watching but these oh, are the yeah. type of people who target messages and like they're always constantly like well such and such didn't even view my post so like <laughs> therefore like like I'm gonna call that bitch out like because she clearly is like don't like me she a hater I think social media right. opens up a whole new different beast of attention whores. It does. Because I, I admit, I mean, if I post a picture, I'm not posting a picture to get one like. Like, if that's the case, I could have just kept it in my phone. <laughs> you know? Like, for real. Like I, like, I want other people to see it. But I don't know if that's necessarily... Like you said, I feel like it's if, I'm, if I post a picture, I get... 15 likes and then I'll make a status like so y'all didn't see my picture 
but I've seen that. I've also seen, like, no, for real, I'm, I'm really thinking of one person, and keep in mind, every time I give y'all an example, this is not the same person. I really got a chance. <laughs> right, because I would hate, home. I would hate for someone to be watching this and be like, damn. <laughs> like, who is Lindsay? Because I do think that this person listens to the podcast, but I don't care. Okay. So, um, like, I, they will post, like, so they used to post like, you know, just regular old fashioned photos, like just weekends out. But then all of a sudden I noticed that their social media changed. And like one time they posted like a nice swimsuit picture, yeah. like, and then like got 450 likes like in an hour. And now I feel like ever since then, the content has been focused on getting likes from the audience. And like, we know that you don't get a lot of wholesome likes from like your cute wedding day outfit. But you okay. will get 350,000 likes if you post a, a fire bikini photo, you know, and it's more focused on your assets. You know, I always wonder sometimes when people get a obnoxious amount of likes on certain stuff, are these real people liking this or are these like computer generated likes? Not that I'm trying to be a hater because I've, I've posted stuff before and it's done numbers. But then I've also posted stuff before and I'm like, oh, slow day, huh? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Well, first of all, I think you have to pay for those computer generated ones. And if you desperate enough to have to pay for uh, social pay for media likes. followers, you a problem. You're the problem. How much does it cost to buy followers? Not that we about to, because we would never, but <laughs> like, how much does that cost? You think? I don't know. I feel like it costs you one third of your soul and uh, <laughs> a scoop of inspiration. A scoop of desperation. <laughs> yes. That's how much it costs. The thing I hate about when people buy followers is mainly people buy followers because they want that attention or they want to seem like something that, that they're not. They want to seem more relevant, which is also attention seeking, to be honest. But people don't realize that I can see that these aren't real people. Well, I, I don't know, like, that they think that people aren't going to investigate, but if I click on the likes, because it'll say, like, right. 2,100 likes, and you're like, oh, wow. So, like, then you click on it, and not one profile is clearly from the United States. Or if they are from the United States, they're, like, clearly, like, spam pages. I just don't understand that like I feel like that puts in so much like you have now went to work and you have put actual cash towards presenting yourself to something you're not like I find that to be embarrassing I think it's a little sneaky and like at the end of the day like did it help whatever you were going for like how does that help you okay that's well, how I, I feel okay no I no I agree I mean I I mean, I understand the importance of social media, especially like for people who are like, I mean, people use social media for different things, but I'm not gonna spend my coins on buying followers. It's just not that deep. But anyway, what I was gonna say was, what do you think the difference is between being att attention seeking versus like being confident? Because sometimes I think, like I said earlier, some people are just very personable. Some people just are the life of the party. You feel their energy when they come in you know, they're just like, when, when I'm there, you know, I'm there. Like some people have that type of energy about them. So what's the difference between them just being, you know, confident versus being an attention seeker? Cause sometimes I feel like those lines can be blurred and they're See, like, I don't think so. you don't think so? I really don't. No, okay. I think that 
the uh, confidence is something that is is that you have and it doesn't need to be spoken like I think that confidence comes into play like it's who they are as a person I don't know it's no, like it's an like aura a they want they um they can really just be confident without having to be attention seeking and you can tell you can smell confidence on a person like they may be outgoing but I think that's when you can really tell if it's outgoing or desperate however okay. I see a lot more people who fake confidence through attention seeking and like you can tell and I think yeah. ever since I've watched um Married at First Sight Unmatchables if you haven't watched that show dope as hell um but there's this man on there and he's like oh like um, I'm super vibrant. I'm very outgoing. Like I like to wear like patterns. I like to do this. Like I like to do that. Like I just want to be the center of attention. Like when I come in, everybody should know that I'm there. Like never should I ever feel alone. Mm -hmm. And for a while I was like, oh, but then I really, and then like um, Dr. Viviana was like, sir, I feel like you do all of this because you're actually the least confident person in the room. And you feel like if you have all this stuff going on on the outside, like your clothes, your personality, your hair, yes. like all this stuff that you're putting out there distracts people from seeing how sad and lonely and insecure you are. On that the you are. And I, was like, I agree. I do think sometimes when people overcompensate in those ways, like it does speak volumes to like what else is going on with them. Because sometimes I feel like when you are content, confident with yourself, like you don't care if you're not the smartest person in the room. You don't care if people give you attention. Like you don't care if like, you know, if you're a guy, you don't care if like, you know, a woman is like groveling over you. You know, same thing as, as a woman. You don't care if a guy spent ten dollars on a drink or not like you just like okay but for some people those things make or break them because they're struggling with other things yeah it's and it's it's little things like I've seen so like even when we were in college I had this friend who's like I can't leave the party till I get five numbers oh girl I used to leave parties all the time with no Me numbers because <laughs> okay. I used to go hang out with my friends and not care I would be irritated when people, I actually sidebar get irritated when people ask for my number. I know that's weird. Like, why would you be mad that people are asking for your number? But like, I don't give out, if I give you my number, I must like you. But do you think, it, I'm so sorry. I hate to ask this question because this is not what the episode's about, but are you more upset? Like if a guy walks up to you and is like, what's your Snapchat versus like, what's your number? You know, it depends on the circumstances. Um, I see nowadays I have had people in the past ask me for my Snapchat because I feel like social media is a less intrusive way to keep up with people and communicate with people versus their phone number. Because on social media, like I might've met you yesterday and you were cool, but now I can watch your Snapchat and be like, oh, like, what are you doing? Okay. And people can comment on it and it's less casual versus people being like, hey, what you doing? Hope you're having a good day. What's up? So I don't know. So I think social media slows things down. So I feel yeah. like it just prolongs the talking phase and I feel like I don't have time for that. Okay. Like, so I, I, I if someone approached me and was like, oh, I really like you, we vibe it. And they're like, so what's your Instagram or what's your Snapchat? I'm immediately walking away because if you didn't have enough to ask me for my full digits like you you're not the one it's yeah okay. but then what 
Yeah, we just just sidebar because I'm over here like now, like what if I don't want to give you my number? Because I, I don't like giving you my number. Then you say no. Like, oh, I'm not comfortable like giving my phone number out. Well, then he's but, gonna be like, okay, so how am I supposed to reach you? Well, I, I, that, that was the point, sir. I don't want you to reach me. <laughs> but see, with my smart mouth, I have to make sure that I go out with the right group of females that can help me fight. Because when he starts calling me all types of bitches. And okay, because they will do that. They will. They will do that. Like when you, when you, but it, it's not to be disrespectful. It's just like, I tried to tell you no, and you didn't like that answer. Right. But I don't need anything to worry about because don't nobody slide in my DMs. Except like old men that would be like, are you looking for a sugar daddy? And I'm like, yes. Yes, but not you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. In general, I just kind of feel like being an attention-seeking friend must be exhausting because I just feel bad that it takes a lot of energy to exert, to want to be that important all the time. And if I just feel like it's not necessary. Um, so, I, I mean, I guess I would really love to hear people's feedback, especially guys, because I feel like, guys do this stuff too but in a different capacity that like maybe we don't pay attention to um but I do kind of want to know from people basically like do you have an attention-seeking friend are you that attention-seeking person um you know like what are your thoughts about it or are people just haters because they won't let people be great okay I also would like to know from a male perspective too like can you identify the attention-seeking friend do you find that attractive mm -hmm. and like like what what is it about them that make you approach them because I'd be looking at it like damn like she got a new nigga every week because she's always attention seeking and like she feeds on that like can you not see that too yeah but they don't care okay I guess that's it so I guess let me know <laughs> do you do you just not care or is it like you know this isn't wifey so you don't care or like, I, I need to know these answers or like, Let's do you try to wipe the attention seeking whore? No, I don't, I don't think they do. We just want to know your thoughts on what attention seeking is. <laughs> just send us your That's thoughts. Lizzie just confused, you just confused them. How? You just confused the listeners. No, I didn't. Cut that part out. I ain't cutting none now. So on that note, <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of the Peace Bob Podcast. Um, if you can understand what Lindsay was asking, then just DM us. <laughs> um, or DM her. <laughs> so uh, thanks somebody for DM me. Yeah. Um, so you know, just DM us um and we'll be back with another episode. Bye. Bye.